Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Our first Kentucky Wildcat. Quarterback Will Levis. We'll start here in the front row with the first question. Hey, Will. Hey. E.P. Stidham. WGP, Foley, Alabama. Will, what would you like the people of Kentucky and the rest of the nation to know about you as a quarterback? And what is the identity that you would like to see from your team? I'd think, I think that what I would want them to know is that every day I try to make sure that I'm representing the state and the school the best that I can because I know that as the quarterback I, I am a huge representation of them and that I'm doing my best to uh, make sure that myself as well as all the other guys that I'm leading are doing the right things and have things in order to work towards our ultimate goal, which is to be back here in December. To your right, second row. Sorry, what was the next question? Yeah, I mean, the identity of our team is, has been the same since Coach Stoops has been here, and I've bought into his identity, which is that, I mean, we got that underdog mentality regardless of, of, of where our projections are. We're going to have that same mentality whether we're last place or first place. And I think that as long as we have that, um, then things are going to go well for us and we're going to just keep working to take the next step, which is, like I said, to be in Atlanta for the SEC championship. Okay. Hello, Will. David Kloniger from the Post and Courier newspaper in Charleston, South Carolina. Heard a lot about your diet, you know, eating bananas with the skin <laughs> on and mayo in your coffee. Are there any other uh, quirks that you like to have with your food? No, I mean, I'm, I'm a big eater, but uh, nothing planned so far. Those things were kind of just natural, organic, kind of funny things that came up that I did. But uh, I'm going to keep you all on your toes, you know. You, you might, it might be something that might not, but we'll see. To your left, second row. I will. Uh, Johnny Kahn, ABC 3340 in Birmingham, Alabama. In two-part question, in your mind, what are the three most important characteristics for a quarterback in this conference? And growing up in Newton, uh, watching Tom Brady growing up, what do you try to model your game of things that he did that you used to watch on tape? I'd say the three things would probably be, I think, confidence first and foremost. If you don't believe that you're the best, uh, regardless of the realistic situation, then uh, things are only going to go negatively for you. You need to go into every situation thinking that uh, it's going to go your way and that uh, you're the man. And if you don't have that mindset, then something's got to be wrong with you. And uh, second, I'd probably say work ethic. You got to just have an extreme work ethic in everything that you do, both on and off the field, like I said before. Um, whether you're studying in the library, going out to eat, or in the facility um, as a quarterback for, for a college program, you know that you have to represent yourself in the right way. And you need to make sure that you're working towards bettering yourself in all areas of your life, 
both on and off the field. Um, third, I'd just say leadership. I mean, you got to be a good leader. You have to be someone that guys can look to and look at your actions and know that that's a guy that knows what he's doing and I want to follow in his footsteps. And that's something that I've always done to the best of my ability, whether I was last on the depth chart or first. But having an offseason and being an established starter, I feel like now I have an ability to act as a leader in a little bit of a different way, to be maybe a little more vocal and uh, know that guys are really looking to me to see what to do. So that's been really cool about the offseason. And um, growing up in, in the Northeast, growing in, in North Attleboro, Mass, and then until I was eight, and then Connecticut, always been a Boston sports fan. Um, watching Tom Brady growing up, going to his championship parades. Uh, I mean, that's just someone that embodies everything that I just talked about. And that's why I just love and respect the man so much. Um, I got to meet him uh, a couple months ago, which was absolutely incredible. And it was really hard to contain myself. But uh, very thankful and very fortunate for uh, the success of the teams that I've followed growing up. I had a pretty spoiled childhood for sure. To your right on the aisle, four rows back. Hi, well, Jamal Kennedy, WSBA 12 Sports in Montgomery. Uh, curious to your take about Cavassier Smoke and how he helps make your job at the quarterback position uh, a lot easier. Yeah, Smoke, Smoke's an awesome dude. We have such a deep running back room. It's, it's incredible. And what's, the, what's best about it is I think all of them keep such a great attitude and understand that they're all going to make plays and our coaches are going to put them all in position to succeed. And there's not a lot of animosity between them in terms of who's getting snaps and who's not. And um, I just want Smoke to just keep that same attitude. And I know that if he just keeps working, he's going to be an awesome player for us this year. And um, want to get him the ball more, especially in the passing game. That's one thing that I've personally worked on this offseason is the decision-making aspect of my game. The one thing on, my, on the stat sheet that kind of is glaring is the interceptions. And I want to lower them. And that starts with decision-making. And I think that just getting more reps and um, trusting getting the balls, uh, getting the backs the ball in the, in the backfield, letting them make plays and getting them in space, things, good things are going to happen. So working with the chemistry with them um, might not be able to have the most biggest catch radius of, of compared to the receivers. So being more consistent with the location of the balls that I'm, I'm throwing to them. Um, in the spring, I was able to get them a lot of catches, which they were thankful for, I think. And looking forward to seeing what Smoke and the other guys are going to do this year. On the aisle, second row right in front of you. Anthony Patterson with the Atlanta Boys. Will, what was your lowest point last season? How did you bounce back? And what has you excited about your offensive coordinator going into this season? I think the lowest part of the season was after we just went on that three-game losing stretch after starting 6-0 and and then losing, losing three in a row. We were coming off of uh, a huge high and then going into a little bit of a downward spiral. We needed to make sure that after each one of those losses, our mindset didn't change and that we weren't going to point fingers and that we were just going to continue trusting the process and uh, working towards what our goals were that were still in play. And um, I mean, the Georgia, the Mississippi State, the Tennessee games, all of them I, I had certain parts of the games where I knew that I wasn't playing to uh, the level that I knew I could. But the biggest thing is just learning from those mistakes, going to watch the games, talking, the, talking through them with the coaches, and understanding that when I'm in those positions next time to make those plays, I'm just trying to make sure that I do make them. We're going to go on the right on the aisle, three rows back. Tyler Shaw with KBTX and College Station. Will, what did you learn about your, your team you know, after having a 10-win season? And do you feel like you guys are in a position to you know, go beyond 10 wins next year? It was incredible, and I, I know I knew it mean, meant a lot to the program just with it being, I think, the fourth time in um, 
the team's history of having that 10 win mark. But I mean, the second time was, or the third time was just four years ago. So that means that we are the, t the caliber program that we know that we should expect to have that 10 win season, but now our expectations are higher. We want to take that next step. And that's where all of our off season um, endeavors have been kind of focused towards is to take that next step. I mean, the, the teams before us have done a great job to get us in the position that we're in now, but we want to be the team that was known to take that even next step to get into that next echelon of prowess in college football. And we were so close last year. I mean, a couple of those, that's, we were just a couple really drives away from making it a one-loss season. And we know that it's possible, and we know that if we do the right things, that it's a possibility. Two questions first over here in the back. Dan Peck, ESPN 106.7 in Auburn. How seriously did you consider leaving after last season to, to conclude your, your college career? And, and what are some of the things that factored into your decision to play another year at Kentucky? Yeah, so I didn't really pay attention to kind of what scouts were saying or anything until after the season ended. To be honest, with the kind of season that I had, I didn't think it was going to be a hard decision at all. I thought I was going to come back and play another year. But um, after talking to some people and doing my due diligence, it was something that I had to think a little bit harder about that, um, than I would have anticipated. But for me, it was pretty easy because I know that I can get so much better as a player at this level before I take that next step. And I want to make sure that when I do make that next step that I'm as prepared as possible. And uh, I knew that I had so a, lot of, a lot of things that I needed to get better at and that getting more experience and having another year of starting under my belt would help me, help me for that. And um, that's really what it came down to, regardless of the projections or where I was going to go. I want to make sure that I'm in the best position on a personal performance level before I kind of take it professionally. Final question in front of you, fourth row. Well, have you ever thought about what's happening with Kentucky football? Two 10-win seasons the last four years. Getting to the Kentucky fan base as pissed off and angry after a football loss as they do in basketball. And along the lines of what Virginia Tech, my brother-in-law played football for the Hokies, they got that lunchbox, that working class. Y'all ever thought about having somebody run out on the field with that American flag with a coal miner's hat and a night game, have that light on, get the people in Kentucky fired up? Yeah, I mean, it, there's a problem if you lose and your fans aren't mad. You know, that means that, that, means that you're, you're expected to do great things, and we know that. And uh, we want to make sure that we go out there every, every week and give our fans a show. And uh, they deserve um, the, the best out of us. And we know that there's been some rough years of Kentucky football. And we want those years to be no more. And we want to take that next step. And uh, the, the, the energy and the passion that I've felt from the fans since I stepped on campus has been absolutely unmatched. Um, coming from a place like Penn State where that energy is definitely there, I didn't really know what to expect. Um, from Kentucky, I obviously knew that there was a lot of love for the basketball program. But even before the season started last year, I was blown away with just the, like I said, the love that I got from Big Blue Nation. And um, we got the best fans in the world. And I'll stick to that. Thank you, Will. Good job and good luck. Thank you, guys.